speaking, it was done. Welcome to sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Reverend Dr. Matthew Richard. The epistle is from Ephesians chapter 4. Put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds and to put on the new self, created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. Therefore, having put away falsehood, let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger, and give no opportunity to the devil. Let the thief no longer steal, but rather let him labor, doing honest work with his own hands, so that he may have something to share with anyone in need. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Perhaps one of the biggest misunderstandings in the Christian church in America, even among us LCMS Lutherans, is the belief, now listen closely, it's the belief that our old sinful nature, that old Adam, is changed and transformed into a good nature when we become Christians. In other words, it is often believed that when a godless pagan is converted, that their sinful nature is then change into a pious nature. We can say goodbye to the old sinful nature and hello to the pious new man. For example, I can recall a certain individual from childhood who was known as the town wild man. He certainly was. Let's call him, just for the sake of conversation, let's call him Jason, the town wild man. Every weekend the town would hear how Jason would smash it at the bar and then go and sleep with a bunch of women, and then speed around the countryside. It was almost a legend. That is until one day when he found God, or we could perhaps say that God found him. And then with a snap of a finger, things changed with Jason's life. He quit his drinking, he quit his cussing, he quit his womanizing. He settled down, as they say. He got married, he had some kids, and became a very quiet tender, and kind person. The town marveled at his change. Can you believe that is the same Jason that we used to know? Jason went from being a wild man to a docile man in months. But here's the catch. Here's the catch. His old Adam, that old, corrupt, sinful nature, did not change into a good nature. That is to say, when Jason became a Christian, his old Adam did not magically change with a magical wand into a new man. Ta-da, something brand new. The old Adam, it still existed with Jason. It existed beneath Jason's quiet, kind, and tender disposition. Jason still had that same lust. He still had that same desires of the old Adam. All the traits of the old Adam's behavior, the putrid, crumbling, and inflated like rotting, wasteful old Adam, it was still present with Jason. 
So why did it appear that Jason no longer had the wild old Adam? The answer is that Jason, well, frankly stated, he continually put off the old Adam. Instead of letting the old Adam have full reign, he battled the old Adam. He fought the old Adam. Now, baptized saints, all of us here, all of us here, we have renounced the devil with all of his works and all of his ways. We did this either in confirmation, in our confirmation rite, or when we joined the church, or when we became a member of this church. However, we must also renounce our old Adam, all of the dark works and the perverted ways of that sinful nature. You see, the sinful nature, which we often call the old Adam here at St. Paul's, this sinful nature, this old Adam, is like, well, it's like a dirty garment. It is found in every single person in this church. Now, keep in mind, if you think that you do not possess this old Adam, if you think that you are free of sin, if you're squeaky clean, well, the Bible actually has something to say to you. It says that you are fooling yourself. You're a fool. And so each of us in this sanctuary, you and myself included, we have this filthy garment that continually leads us to perform evil. The sinful words that rise to our tongues the evil thoughts that pop up in our minds, and the desires that emerge in our hearts, yeah, that's all the old Adam. It's all due to that old garment. Constantly, every single day, this old Adam will work to corrupt you and me and our neighbors, which is why the Apostle Paul says in our reading from Ephesians this morning, this is why Paul says this, he says this to you and me, put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through its deceitful desires, put off. In other words, Paul is telling you and me to daily take off this rotten and dirty garment, to take it off. But how are we to take it off, though? Now, dear friends, putting off this old Adam, we must keep in mind, is violent. It's actually painful. And frankly, it's not much fun at all. In fact, the Apostle Paul calls it a crucifixion in Romans chapter 6. But again, that leads us to the question, how are we to practically take off this old Adam? How do we put off this old garment? Practically speaking, what does it look like? In a word, repentance. Yes, repentance. It is like this. We come to the Lord's church often to confess that we are poor, miserable sinners. We did that at the beginning of the service. I stood right here as the chief among sinners with you. We stood shoulder to shoulder. We confess that we are poor, miserable sinners in thought, word, and deed. And when we do this every single week, it's like we're taking that old garment off and we're dragging that old sinful Adam right before the throne of grace. Indeed, when we confess our sins, we're throwing ourselves upon the mercy of the Lord. And then right here in this sanctuary, in this place, the Lord does not pour out wrath, but he pours out grace, forgiveness, and salvation through his words of absolution spoken by the pastor. This is why Martin Luther said that the life of the Christian is daily repentance. In other words, the posture of the Christian is daily repenting. Daily taking that filthy, that filthy garment off. Daily repeating that through the confession of sins. But again, this is hard. It's painful. 
Indeed, it's hard and painful because, well, we don't like to admit when we're wrong. We don't like to apologize. We don't like to confess our sins before each other and before God Almighty. We don't like to admit that we often wear the dirty garments of the old Adam and we're quite comfortable in those old garments. Regardless, though, the fact remains, the old Adam is constantly working to corrupt you and me as Christians. It's constantly at work in our church to divide and to disrupt. And so this life as a Christian is a constant conflict. It's a constant conflict between the old Adam and your new nature in Christ. We can say it this way, that the greatest cross, the greatest suffering that you will have in this life not necessarily with the world or the devil, though they are great foes. But your biggest problem is your sinful nature. The biggest problem in Matt Richard's life is my old Adam. Indeed, right here. And the same goes with you as well. This is the fight that we will endure in this veil of tears. But you may be thinking to yourself, aren't we told that we're supposed to get better and better and better as Christians? Haven't we been taught in American Christianity that mature Christians supposedly sin less, that mature Christians do more good, that mature Christians have it all together? Have we not been taught this, that as we mature in the Christian faith, that we do away with the dirty garments and only wear the new garments of Christ? Aren't we taught in American Christianity that we mature, we become more independent, more powerful, and have sin more under our control. There's a theologian who talks a lot about this, who talks a lot about this. I found him to be most helpful on this subject. He comments on the subject and he says this. Now listen carefully. In this Christian faith, we move away from pride in ourselves and our own achievements to a gradual awareness of our spiritual failure and Christ's work in us as we entrust ourselves to him. We actually move away from the conviction that we're self-sufficient to the repeated experience of our spiritual, yeah, our spiritual bankruptcy. We move on from the delusion of our own spiritual importance to a growing sense of our utter insignificance and the glory of God. We move on from the delight in our own power to the painful recognition of our spiritual weakness. We're brought from our selfish and self-centered righteousness to the increasing awareness that we are indeed sinful. In other words, as we mature spiritually, we realize how much we wear this filthy garment. And as we realize how much we tend to put on this filthy garment, we find ourselves repenting all the more. And so, dear friends, the older that you get and the more mature that you get in this Christian faith, the more that you will understand the tactics of that old Adam, which results in you repenting not less, but more and more. And then I might add, finding your refuge in Christ. Now, dear friends, keep in mind that the Apostle Paul does not say in our reading from Ephesians this morning, he does not say this, dear Christians, the more you mature, the more you won't have to worry about that filthy old garment, the old Adam. He also does not say this, dear Christians, take off your old self and then get busy trying to be good little pious people following a list of small-minded rules. Nah, he says this. He says, take off your old self and clothe yourselves 
with the new self. In other words, repent of sin and its deceit and return to your baptisms. Return to your baptisms. Return to this font where you belong, where it all began. In other words, remember, dear friends, remember who you belong to. Take off the old garment and remember where you belong. Take off the old garment and trust the gospel. Take off the old garment and receive the gifts of Jesus Christ. Sit at his table. Depend upon his word. Have a clean conscience in his forgiveness. Put on Christ and do not give an inch. Do not give an inch to the old Adam. For you do not belong to darkness. You do not belong to sin. You do not belong to the devil. You do not belong to the world. You belong to Christ and Christ only. Baptized saints, you already have the righteous garments of Jesus. Just like little Martin here today. Martin was clothed in the radiance righteousness, the radiant righteousness of Jesus this day, wrapped in the righteousness of Jesus, plunged into Christ's death and his resurrection, joined, cemented to Jesus. And so like little Martin, you have the righteousness of Christ right now as a garment And so the fight is not to obtain a new garment, but instead the continual battle is to take off that filthy garment in repentance. That is what the word of God calls for today. For you do not belong to the devil. Indeed, you do not belong to the world. And you especially do not belong to the old Adam. But instead, you belong to Christ. You wear the righteousness of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous, bright with thine own holiness. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormatrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org The Lord bless and keep you.